0: Hello?
1: Hello, Neo. Do you know who this is? Morpheus. Yes. I've been looking for you, Neo. I don't know if you're ready to see what I want to show you. But unfortunately, you and I have run out of time. They're coming for you, Neo, and I don't know what they're going to do.
2: Who's coming for me?
1: Stand up and see for yourself. What, right now?
0: Oh God, we're all gonna die.
1: Only try to realize the truth. There is no spoon. Oh,
2: oh, oh, we are at peace, always. You are listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. And now, from the end
3: of the universe,
2: bringing you the latest in science fiction movies
3: and television shows, here are your hosts. Welcome to Sci-Fi Diner Conversations, number eight. Miles, how in the heck are you? I am doing well, Scott. How are you doing? I am good. I am fantastic. I am so glad that we are here sitting at the diner, conversing with the listeners, listening to the show, hearing their feedback, and just chatting about the things that, that we're watching.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff out there right now.
3: Yeah. A lot of good stuff. Miles, tell us about our Facebook fan page. Well, our a lot more listeners have joined
2: it recently. We're up to 150 uh, fans on our Facebook fan page. That's awesome.
3: and And some great conversations. We're going to share some of those conversations with you. We may not share all of them, but a lot of good conversations happening on that Facebook fan page. So if you haven't joined yet... We would love to have you come and join our community. Come sit in a booth at the diner and just chat about what you're watching in regards to sci-fi and your opinions of it. And uh, we have some funny stuff going on there too. So we might share some of that a little later on. Um, One other note I just wanted to mention, and I didn't mention this on the regular podcast, and that is that we are going for the podcast awards. If you go to podcastawards.com, you can enter the Sci-Fi Diner podcast into the People's Choice Award, Award and the entertainment categories i guess the people choice category and the entertainment category and we would love to have you do that if you're willing to do that for us Just you know if we don't win not a big deal we're still going to do the podcast, yes. but you know it's still kind of a cool it'd be thing. nice yeah it would, it would be great and as i mentioned in the other episode and that's probably going to be airing after this one it's kind of confusing we're going back in time miles we're time traveling um but, how appropriate. Yeah, how appropriate, right? Um, we did do an update to the website, so make sure, if you have not done so, that you check out the SciFiDinerPodcast.com. If you've never been there, we have lots of good stuff there. And if you've been there, it's changed. It's changed. I overhauled that target. It, it used to be really dark, and that made it hard to read to some degree. Yeah, it's it, it's definitely brighter. Yeah, yeah. So what's going on in your sci-fi world, Miles? What are you watching? What are you reading?
2: Well, uh, I recently started reading um, um, one of uh, Dayton Ward's um, um, uh, Star Trek, uh, Starfleet Corps of Engineers novels. So I just I just got into that recently. I'm also still reading on the side of the, the Star Wars novels you, you lent me, right? right. And um, uh, watching a little bit of Jeremiah that was uh, on the Sci-Fi Channel uh, last week.
3: Well, you know, there's, there's a problem with you reading Dayton Ward. What's, what's that problem? Well, the, the problem is you're just going to encourage him to write more. Um, that's not a bad thing. No, no, you're probably right. But, but you're, you're just going to encourage a guy.
2: Hey, um, he's, he, I, I like his stuff.
3: And he, um, I guess you could argue he needs encouragement. So, <laughs> <laughs> No, Dayton Ward's a great guy. And if you do get a chance, pick up Star Trek Corps of Engineers. They a lot of good stuff, a lot of good sci-fi in there. Um, mm-hmm. I am hoping this Saturday to go see Skyline. Uh, So I have a night free. My parents are taking the kids somewhere, and my wife's in Haiti right now. And so I think me and my brothers are going to go see Skyline. Maybe. It's either that, or I bought the extended version of Blu-ray of Avatar. Oh, yes. That's supposed to be coming, I don't know, this week, sometime. Um, And I also saw that Netflix shipped The Last Airbender, and I never saw that. Okay, good. So I, I'm interested in seeing that. So those are the two movies I'm hoping to see, or three, I guess. Yeah. And I just watched a movie that I never saw before uh, that, that James Cameron is kind of credited there. Uh, and that's the movie Galaxy of Terror. Have you ever seen this movie, Miles?
2: I, I've never heard of it. So yeah, well, it me. was
3: James Cameron had a hand in it, and the only I guess there's two notable things in it. It's 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 it's, it's notable. It's pretty bad sci-fi. Let me put it that way. Um, it's known for how terrible. I guess James Cameron being in it or being part of it. It's kind of notable. It also like was one of the only movies that has like a a a, a worm rape scene. It's like terrible. Mm-hmm. But uh, – so whatever that is. Um, but the only person of note in it was the groundskeeper who was, uh, who was a groundskeeper for the Academy and The Next Generation was in it.
2: Oh, okay. I know. I, I, the actor's name eludes me, but I know oh, he's he a
3: character that. actor. He's been in tons of stuff. But he was in this episode, and it was kind of cool. Yeah. So – Whatever, so that's kind of what I'm watching. Uh, I haven't done much reading this past week, but I have kept up with shows, and we'll talk about some of the shows we we're watching if they aren't covered in listener feedback here. But mm-hmm. why don't you go ahead and share our first bit of news for our first bit of news? Listen I've, I'm pretending I'm in the regular show. and TV news tonight. no, this is our li- our first piece of listener feedback from Colin.
2: Okay, our friend from Colin across the pond writes. Hi guys, I've just watched Predators on DVD. I have to admit, I like the film. It was it was more akin to the original movie. I do have, however, one question: Lawrence Fishburne, why? And don't think he was a bit uh, fat for a man that was supposed to be surviving. And anyway, we off to watch the event. Uh, Colin from England.
3: Okay, one one answer to that, Colin, and that is Morpheus.
2: Uh, Lawrence Fishburne is freaking awesome.
3: Uh, <laughs> He is. I, I don't know. I never, did you see the updated Predators movie?
2: I, I have not. I've been not, or or, or or the the Predator alien movies. I haven't seen any of those either.
3: Yeah, so I haven't watched this, so I can't comment. It could be that he actually has gained weight since I last saw him, which is probably, I guess, a kill of the Bee. I watched him in that with my kids. But, you know, mm. uh, so I haven't actually seen him in a lot of stuff recently. But, hey, uh, may, uh, maybe, maybe he is a bit fatter, but I don't know. But I'm glad you liked it, and I've never watched the Predator movies. Who did the first one? Was that a Schwarzenegger? Was that a Schwarzenegger movie? Yeah,
2: Schwarzenegger was in the uh, the first Predator movie. Um, I did
3: see that, but I saw that I bet in the late '80s, and I was dr- I was on drugs, and I don't remember. <laughs> no, I wasn't, but I, I don't I don't I don't remember uh, much about it. But mm-hmm. that's the impact all those 80s movies just had on me. They kind of ran together. But. But yeah, so thanks, Colin, for writing in, and I'm glad to see that you're off to watch the event, and we, of course, are watching it. I, I, I did not watch last night's event, but we watched what we watched the the event last week when they had those creepy little girls.
2: Right, and um, yeah, so and my DVR didn't record this this week for some reason, so I'm gonna have to make sure I, I, I watch it online, uh, catch up.
3: Yeah, but um, wow, that scene there at the end when that little girl walks into the room and then they turn and you see their old faces, you're like. Um. Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah, another uh, monkey wrench into the uh, mix. Uh, what, what, what's going on here?
3: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I want to play, uh, we, we got some voicemail um, back, and so I'm going to play this first piece of voicemail this person called into our listener line. And our listener line, you can always call in to 1-888-508-4343. So we want to play this listener voicemail. This is a voicemail from Carl.
0: Hey guys, Uh, my name is Dre and um, I've been getting into your podcast, so i leave you a message with uh, my thoughts about some current shows I'm watching. Um, I'm driving in my car, so hopefully the sound isn't too bad. Um, But uh, I just wanted to let you know what I thought about, first of all, Caprica um, getting canceled. Uh, I really don't care. Um, I was a huge BSG fan and I really gave Caprica a shot. I watched the first season. I watched every episode. I never got hooked into it. And I don't know why. I really don't understand why. how they could have a show with the uh, mythology from a show that I love. with good actors. And I, they still couldn't get me engaged. And I'm pretty easy to please, too. So I just think it was poor writing. And I, I just didn't really like the concept. Um, so I don't really care about Caprica. And it kind of... Um, brings me back to the uh, Battlestar Galactica finale, w- which a lot of people weren't happy with, and um, I'm one of them. Uh, my thoughts about that are that I'm kind of mad at the producers and writers of DSG for um, wrapping up the show so uh, so much in a way that it couldn't be spun off. So, for example, um, you know, I would have preferred if, if they had ended the show... Um, with, you know, the, the spaceship fighting Earth and then just ending like that where, you know, a future um, team of writers and producers could, could then take take that and, and, and add to it. Or maybe, you know, a, a fleet of ships uh, escaped from the original fleet so they could do a spin-off in that direction. Um, so I was excited that they were doing the spin-off for Caprica because it was it was pretty open. There was a lot of uh, ground they could cover, but I just think they handled it poorly.
3: So, not a fan of Caprica, and he, he makes a comment: a, a great show with great technology, great actors, but just didn't capture's attention. Uh, here's my here's my thought on that. I think that it was the pacing that killed that show. I think it was the pace that, and just the,
2: all the all the delays. Yes, um, it was just it, it did you know. It just didn't have time to grab an audience by, by what it was doing.
3: Now, he mentioned a good thought. He, uh, he mentioned something. He was kind of mad that they didn't allow that show, that the way they ended Battlestar, that you couldn't spin it off. I don't know. I'm kind of um, maybe on a fence or maybe on a different side of the fence than they were saying. I think that you could have spun that show off because, for example, there's, no, there's nothing. We had that group of Cylons that was sent off somewhere, right? true Mm -hmm. and uh we didn't see the ships actually fly into the sun they flew toward the sun we didn't see them actually explode in the sun did we
2: no that we didn't so i mean flying off into the sunset that's all it looked like
3: so i mean maybe they didn't actually fly into the sun i mean they i think that they could do a spin-off show if they really wanted to
2: i think ron moore wanted to i don't know end the show you know just sort of you know bring, bring, bring closer to, to the, to the story. Right. That's the feeling I got.
3: Anyway, I, I, I think they could spin it off this if they wanted to. I,
2: I'd be curious what Carl thinks of the new, um, this new idea they're doing. Um, I mean, it's still a prequel, but it's kind of, it's kind of going back into what, what Battlestar Galactica was, was a war drama. And, uh, um, with, with a younger Adama, uh, fighting in the Cylon War. I wonder if, uh, if he likes that idea.
0: Uh, that's uh, the other show that I wanted to talk about is, uh, Stargate Universe. Um, I never watched the original Stargate show. I did see the movie. Um, and then I, um, started watching the Stargate Atlantis uh, show because it's on, uh, Netflix now, all five seasons of streaming. So I watched that straight through and I got pretty hooked. I really actually enjoyed it. Um... I think I enjoyed Stargate Universe as much as, uh, something like that, Galactica, um, even though it's, you know, not as gritty, not quite as intense, um, a little cheesier, but, but I definitely got hooked into the characters and the storyline. Um, FGU, the first season, um, I, I missed it when it was aired live, so I watched it on Netflix as well, and, um,
1: I liked it, um,
0: I got into it, I could see where they were trying to bring sort of the feel of a Battlestar Galactica uh, into it, to make it a little grittier, um, and I liked where they went with it. Uh, a couple of things I didn't like were the actress who plays, um, I forget her name, but the girl who's, um, uh, the sort of young girl who's the daughter of the senator, and um, I sort of felt like they, she kind of just reminds me too much of uh, Summer Glau, and I felt like they kind of put her in there because she looks like her or something. I don't think she's a great actress, and I, I don't really like her character. Um, so that's, she's pretty much the only one I don't like. Um, but uh, I thought they ended the show with a really good finale, uh, the season one. But the season two... Um, First show, I thought it just kind of basically didn't wasn't exciting at all. Like they ended all the cliffhangers on a really boring note. Um, they didn't kill too many people. You know, it's always good to kill a few people when you have a scene that ends with everybody at gunpoint, um, and it ended. A, it was a real uh, boring uh, way to resolve that. Um, and so far this season, season two, I've been I haven't really been impressed. I don't know if it's because I'm not watching it straight through like I watched the first season. Maybe that something gets added when you're not going to wait a week in between episodes. But uh, I'm not that impressed with this episode. I do like the actors. I think the premise is good. But um, it hasn't been that intriguing. Um, Fringe, I really enjoyed. Uh, I think it's awesome. I didn't like the first um, season. I, I didn't get hooked into it. But... From listening to podcasts and friends talk about it, I went back and watched season two. And now I'm, now I'm pretty much hooked. And it's been really good this this season. And then the other show I wanted to talk to, about was The Walking Dead, which I caught the premiere of. And um, I've never been a real zombie fan, but this was pretty good. And I'm not familiar with the comic book at all. But um, I thought it was pretty good. I liked the show. Um, I think it has potential. Um the only thing, I, I, I there was a lot of buzz about, or a lot of people were talking about the character of Bicycle Girl on the um, online, and um, some people were wondering why the main character would have gone all the way back to Bicycle Girl to sort of finish her off. Um, sorry to includes too many spoilers. Um, and um, I thought it would have probably made more of an impact if the younger girl the young girl from the opening um shot before the main title was bicycle girl you know if it was a younger girl it might have been more intriguing as far as why he went back to put her out of her misery um anyway those are my thoughts hope this wasn't too long rambling i'm almost at work I'll uh, talk to you guys later Bye.
3: okay miles he talked about three different shows here uh He's talked about watching Stargate, Atlantis, and SG-1, which, of course, you have not watched. But then talked about getting into Stargate Universe, which you've been keeping up with Stargate Universe, right, Miles?
2: Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
3: great show. I'm enjoying this episode. I enjoyed last week's episode. A little bit of come to that. There was a lot revealed in this last week's episode.
2: Oh, very much so.
3: Yeah, and uh, he said that he was not a fan of the daughter of the senator. I forget her name, too, by the way.
2: Yeah, I don't recall the actress's name.
3: Um, I don't know. I mean, um, not you know. I would agree that he's that not the strongest actor on the show, but I think that she's growing on me the second season. Well, and they're giving her some
2: interesting stuff now. The fact that she's alien, infected with yeah. infected with this alien, whatever it is inside her, and uh, um, and just speaking for the male species, um.
3: She's kind of cute. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess. And I, I loved it. I didn't think about it, but he's right. She is kind of a Summer Glau look. She, she kind of does, but I, I think she, she works with other good actors in the show
2: that I haven't really noticed um, maybe you know where her, her acting falls short, I guess.
3: Well, you know, and here's the thing. She's no Summer Glau. She's not kicking butt and taking names. True. If you're Summer Glau, that's what you get to do. Come on. I mean, we need. And so she needs to step it up. She wants to be Summer Glau. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'd be totally for that. They could, they, could, they could bring that up a notch. But definitely, mm-hmm. I mean, you definitely have a Robin Carlisle. Uh, Rob Carlisle, that's really kind of the um, who won an award just the other week, I think, for uh, his acting. He also talked about Fringe not being a fan of the first season. I you know I've been a Fringe diehard from the get go, but I'm glad you're on board with Fringe now. It is one of the better shows as far as written on television.
2: It, it needs all the viewers to get to convince Fox not to cancel it.
3: Yeah, I mean, and it is Fox we're talking about, which means, uh, dare I say that, they will cancel it. But um, let's hope not. Right. Let's hope not. And, uh, you know, hey, I, I am right with you, Carl. I am not a zombie movie fan. I'm not. Uh, and I say that um, Do I do like the Resident Evil movies. So I guess they are kind of zombie-like. And I did like, uh, what was that Will Smith one in New York Oh, I can't remember the name of it. I'm totally losing good, good crap. Uh, I, I Am Legend? Yeah, no. Was it I Am Legend? Yeah, it's I, I, I Am Legend. I Am Legend. You're right. And so that was kind of zombie-ish, right? Right. But, but I don't consider myself the traditional, ooh, I got to go watch a zombie movie type thing. Um, but wow, the first episode was good. But I tell you what, the second episode was disturbing. They, uh, Yeah. there, There's this axe and uh, there's this little hacking scene that goes on and yeah. It's pretty disturbing.
2: Yeah, I, I have I have recorded the first three episodes. I haven't watched any yet. But um, yeah.
3: well, uh, good luck. I couldn't make. It, I was going to watch the third one last night. I couldn't make myself watch it after watching the second one. I'll probably get okay. to it eventually. It was just like, oh, oh, uh,
2: but yeah, I, may have, I have a weak stomach with those sort of things. So yeah. we'll see if I can handle it too. Yeah,
3: he also did write into the show and he said, "I just discovered the podcast and really liked the format. Very polished and a good listen." Um, I hope you don't mind our Skype tonight. It's a bit wonky. But uh, here's the answer to the trivia contest. And he gave us the answer to that. So sad the series ended before it really got to find its voice. And uh, I think we just heard from you talking a little bit about Caprica. And I agree. You know, who knows? If they'd have given it a little bit longer, especially here at the end when we saw Caprica, the way it ended, was pretty good stuff. And I can't wait to watch his last five episodes. Right. Yeah. Well, let's, we have another voicemail, and this comes from Kevin Batchelder from Tuning into Sci-Fi TV.
1: Hey, Scott and Miles. It's Kevin Batchelder. Uh, first off, I wanted to thank you for uh, playing our promo and mentioning our podcast on your last show. I appreciate that very much. Also enjoyed your show very much. Very entertaining, as always, hearing you guys cover things and talk about all the stuff that's going on in uh, the genre and such. I wanted to give you some updated information about some of the Firefly things you mentioned, uh, the fandom stuff. The fan documentary, I think you were trying to remember, Scott, was Done the Impossible. That's the one that covered uh, interviews with the fans, about 75, 80 minutes long. Pretty professionally done, actually, because uh, it talked to most of the actors as well. Nathan Fillion, Adam Baldwin, Jules State, and all talking about what happened when uh, Firefly was canceled and the movie came back. So that one's a lot of fun. Uh, and it's only about 10 bucks, still available out on the web at com. Uh, lots of good stuff in there. And I say that not only because I was on there for about a minute or so as one of the fans covered, but it's some pretty cool fandom stuff. Uh, as far as the catchphrase you were trying to say, it's actually can't stop the signal. That's the one you hear a lot of brown coats say because that's what was used in the Serenity film. But it is kind of confusing because there is a can't stop the Serenity. Uh, phrase running around the fandom. It actually can't stop the serenity.com That's the charity screenings organization. Usually around June every year, uh, many cities throughout the country they show Serenity on the big screen uh, to get donations to go towards uh, Joss Whedon's favorite charity, Equality Now. And it was just announced. Actually, that's been going on for five years, and they just surpassed half a million dollars in donations that have gone out to that charity and some others through folks who just go see it, you know, in their local town, usually midnight screenings and such, and uh, bring donations along with them. So that's very cool there to see fans having such an influence. So, hey, appreciate the show as always, guys. We'll talk to you soon.
3: Thanks, Kevin, for calling in. And as always, we appreciate your feedback and anyone that calls in. Um, And I appreciate you giving us the correct information here. I just couldn't remember those names worth a darn that night. Mm. And, uh... I didn't – you let me down, Miles. I didn't, I, I didn't hear your voice in that. No, I'm just kidding. But, no, I didn't I – didn't, I couldn't remember the name of that. Can't Stop the Signal and Done the Impossible. You're the one that let well, me that movie, right?
2: Yeah, I'm losing some geek cred because uh, I, yeah, I, I have a copy of it. Yeah, <laughs> I know.
3: It's even, it's even worse. But, you know, that, it's a great movie. I agree with Kevin. You can, if you get a chance to watch it and you're Serenity fan, it just gives you another side to Serenity yeah if
2: you're it, yeah if you're if you are a firefly serenity fan this is something you need to yeah, have in your yeah. in your collection,
3: yeah and can't stop the signal was the other one but um, I think I was trying to refer to his own podcast the signal podcast i think is what it's called oh okay but uh but I did like the idea that you know can't stop the serenity one half million dollars they raised that's awesome
2: that is very
3: awesome that is very cool well, Kevin, thanks for calling in to the show and leaving us your feedback there and uh I'll try to remember titles a little bit more than I do sometimes. But I do appreciate that. And if I ever mess up something else, feel free to call and correct me. Anyone can call and correct me. I'm not, certainly not, don't have everything together here. I never have stuff together. Are you kidding me? And uh, one last uh, email we get, and then we'll talk just a little bit about some of the Facebook news. Jen wrote in, how are you doing? Anyways, wanted to write in real quickly. I didn't get a chance to watch this Monday's shows yet. Uh, Just got busy with other things. But I did get to watch this past Sunday's Walking Dead, and boy, oh, another doozy of an episode. I did not watch Sunday's Walking Dead, so I can't really comment on it. And uh, you watched SGU. We talked about SGU. We didn't talk about Sanctuary, but I'm keeping up with Sanctuary now, and I'm actually enjoying it again. And uh, you aren't watching Sanctuary, though, right?
2: I, no, 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 not right now.
3: How about Clone Wars? Watching Clone Wars?
2: Um, I have been watching it. I haven't caught up with last week's episode yet.
3: Yeah, and I I'm not watching Clone Wars anymore. I'll tell you what, are you watching um, No Ordinary Family?
2: I am still watching and enjoying new ordinary, ordinary family.
3: Yeah, I stopped. It's, reco- oh, oh. It's, re- it's recording. I just don't have time, Miles. I don't have time. I, re- I want to watch it so bad, but I don't have time.
2: Well, uh, there'll be a hiatus of shows. You'll have Maybe,
3: maybe I you catch can catch up, on. up. Maybe over Thanksgiving, sometime when we'll I have a little bit more time. I am watching a Y Five O, which is not sci fi, but I absolutely love that. It's a fabulous show and some good continually some good guest appearances. So, well, let's uh, move into anything on Facebook that kind of stands out to you here. Uh, we're just still having discussions um, about what we're watching. Um. Uh, Chris Registered wrote that Summer Glau joins NBC's at Cape, and we talked about this. But um, it, there was a lot of comments about Summer Glau being on that and how awesome it was and how they loved her. Um, and uh, they're saying, we already gave the date. We gave the date on a regular show. When was that? That is premiering January 9th at 9 o'clock for a two-hour premiere, I believe. Sunday premiere. I just comment, we'll just be one more show in which you a long list of cancellations for. I was joking uh, <laughs> because they said they hope it was not get canceled. And then Jason T said, so you're saying she's due for a hit series? I certainly hope so. <laughs> we she do. definitely deserves it. Yeah, we like our summer glow. So.
2: Oh, we, we 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 do. We do we do what you put here about uh the uh groundhog day star trek next
3: generation episode oh that was a fun episode and so was the sequel after it the uh the one where they're the, the one that follows that one is when they're at the, the academy and uh, will wheaton lies about doesn't really lie about what happens their mm-hmm. starburst that they try to pull and then someone ends up getting killed but yeah that was a that groundhog day episode was phenomenal so.
2: yeah I, I mean it's been a long time since i've seen it but uh it was but it is a good one. You wonder what's going on when you keep keep seeing the enterprise get blown up.
3: Right, and you're like, "Oh, okay." But, you know, it's it's definitely I, Mike C said cause and effect is stellar episode. I can't remember the name of it. I think I just like the uh, the idea of loop time stories be they in movies or on the telly. By the way, SG1 did one. They did a loop time story like that. It was absolutely awesome. And a right. lot of sh- a lot of shows play with this ep- if they're running long enough, they play with this idea. Oh, yeah. But um and uh, I didn't know this, but, uh, but Callan M. said that the ship gets mentioned in a passing episode, a passing later episode.
2: Yeah, the Boseman, um, it gets, uh And uh, Kelsey Grammer uh, guest starred in that episode. I
3: saw that. I was like, hey, look who it is. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. awesome. We, of course, mentioned the Robert Carlyle won a deserved Gemini Award. And that was mentioned. That a lot of people like that as well. Reese made Reese made the uh, New York Times. Did You see that the front of the New York I, Times. That was awesome. I heard about that. That's quite.
2: That's very good. Yeah,
3: yeah. And tell and Televixen made the cover of that uh, advertising agency. That was awesome to see.
2: Yeah, I, I saw that. It was a an ad, and um, I actually uh, emailed her and just told her I saw that, and I told her you know, and she said, yeah, it's funny how things were. I mean, it's so, modeling was what she first got started out doing, and I guess she's doing a little on the side right now too.
3: So, yeah, yeah good for her. Yeah. And when I posted this weekend, when I had a little bit of time, I stayed up to two o'clock redoing that website. Miles, um, what do you say uh, It was good. I learned. I, I actually redid it because I was uh, listening. Some I, I bought a seminar about some guy talking about redoing websites, and we just, uh, anyways, it kind of came out of that. And Cliffs G said, "What a great improvement." Jason T said, "Much better." I did like the black background though sci-fi diner podcast oh that was you miles and you said look it looks great scott right you said looks very nice and current also streamlined mobile version on the iphone is a plus plus. and jason t said could use some salt and a dash of paprika <laughs> uh, i said okay you hear that miles he wants us to make it spicy okay yeah spicy <laughs> oh this was kind of fun we had this whole conversation what happens when you cross fringe with lost did you read this conversation
2: you know, I'll, ha- I, I'll have to look at that again. Yeah, but it was, uh, it was sure. what
3: happens when you cross Fringe and Lost? And I said, does it become Frost or Linge? And then Chelsea said, eh, Frange. And then Jason said, A Frostringe. And then um, I comment back in, ooh, those are all good. And then you can cross people like Jack and Olivia, Jolivia. And then there was Olac and Kate and Peter, Cater, or Locke and Peter, Leader. Anyways, it was silliness, but totally fun. Mm-hmm. But and someone made, and this was B. and I thought this was interesting. And I said, I loved Fringe last night and this whole idea of first people, right? And I made the comment that J.J. Abrams is one of the first people. And B. Harden mentioned something. I thought this was good. And he said, I love the first people theories. Don't believe them, but love the stories. It's really BSG. And remember how, well, the way they ended BSG that who were the first people? Right, the um, the colonists. Right, right. So I thought that that was kind of uh, really good. I believe that's it. Anything else we need to pull out here, Miles? No, I, th- I think we, we covered it well enough. Well, that's it for this week's listener feedback episode. If you want to share your thoughts as to what you're listening, get your voice heard. You can do this a couple ways. You can call in to our listener voicemail line at one 508 4343 If you are across the pond or out of the country and want to still get your voice heard, you can just attach an MP3 file to our email at the sci gmail.com. You can always just type in your email, for that matter, and send it to us, and we'll read it on the show. And what a better way to join our community than to sign up and be a part of our Facebook fan page. And there's some great conversations that go on there. And Miles are on there almost daily just commenting. Mm Mm-hmm. So very cool. Why don't we do anything else, Miles? Okay, well until next time, good night and good luck. We will see ya. We hope you enjoyed listening to the Sci-Fi Diner podcast. If you want to find out more about the Sci-Fi Diner podcast, please visit sci-fi-dinerpodcast.com, where you can find show news, pictures, videos, and many other things about the Sci-Fi Diner. You can also find Sci-Fi Diner where else, Miles?
2: We have a Facebook fan page, and uh, we have very active discussion going on there between uh, Scott, and myself, and you, the listeners. So I encourage you, please uh, join our Facebook fan page and let's talk some
3: sci-fi. You can find us on Twitter at twitter.com backslash sci-fi diner. You can find me on Twitter. That's uh, Herzog H E R T Z O G, and I am uh, Son of Worf uh, at Twitter,
2: and I also uh, am on uh, Trek Space uh, Son of Worf at Trek Space.
3: And, Lee, and we want to hear from you. So please email us at the Sci-Fi Diner podcast at gmail.com or call our listener line at 1-888-508-4343 and let us know your thoughts of what you're watching, what you like, what you don't like. We want to hear from you.